0: Yo, what's going on, you guys? It is me once again, JV the Transformer. Welcome to another episode of the Transformability Podcast. Today, I get to talk to another one of our brothers, history maker, Devin Barkley, the real Dev B on Instagram. I'm going to talk to him about his beginnings in the producing game. We're going to talk about family. I'm going to ask him if producers have to do double the work because beats are more looked at than features. And I'm going to see what advice he's gotten from some of the industry greats, man. So without further ado, my interview with Deb B coming right up, y'all. Yeah. All right, y'all. This is take number three of this thing. Hopefully (laughs) nothing fails. Welcome back. To another episode of the podcast this evening, once again, I have the legendary producer artist. Can I call you an artist?
1: Eh, eh. I'm not so much an artist. More producer. I I like
0: the backgrounds. You know, you are kind of an artist because you do so many things. But I got my brother Dev B in the building with me. For those who don't know you, let them know who you are, what you do. I kind of give them a little bit, but you're so much more than a producer, engineer. So let the people know, man.
1: Hey, appreciate that, man. Uh, yeah, like you said, I'm Dev B, man. So I go by Devin is my government name. Um, But yeah, I, I push buttons. I make sounds. I design different audio-pleasing Sounds that's all I do, man. I, I'm I'm blessed <laughs> to be able to make music with some talented people.
0: Where word, man? So before I get started, this episode is sponsored by Knocking Point Wines. Knocking Point sponsor me. Um, yeah, no, nah, but uh <laughs> best wine in the world. Um, where where'd the producing start for you? Like, how'd you get started? What year was it? How old were you? Since the people want to know,
1: yeah, man. Um, I would say probably Uh, I mean, I've been making beats for a while, so I've been making beats on Fruity Loops since ever since I was like, you know, maybe like 17, 16, 17. So back in high school. Uh, But I started I I noticed I really loved music, probably in middle school. Um, I'm a drummer. So I started playing drums and jazz band and I started kind of just like messing around with different arrangements of things I would hear on the radio. And I remember being in band class, like, you know, showing my other friends like, oh, wait, this is how this part goes. And this is how that part goes. And, you know, trying to like compose my own music. So um, once I found out about Fruity Loops at like 18, I was, I was maybe I was a little younger. I might've been like 16, 17. I found out about Fruity Loops of my friends told me about it. Um, and at that point they were only making it for PC. So luckily we had mm-hmm. a PC in the house. So I just downloaded Fruity Loops on there and I would make, you know, real video game sounding beats. Um, I would make, you know, just stuff that sounded decent because I was only using stock sounds, you know. Um, uh, but I used to let my friends hear them and they would be like, yo, this is actually not bad. You know, like I had a few friends that were rappers, so they would try to like rap over the beats. So that was pretty cool. Um, but I didn't really start taking it serious and start like really, really producing, producing, um, probably until like 2015. Uh, crazy. Yeah, me and my sister. Uh my sister shout out to her at Janae Nicole mm-hmm. Music on Instagram. Janae Nicole Absolutely. Artist name. She's uh she's a dope, phenomenal singer, songwriter. So she came to me, um, yeah, probably like 2015, um, I was working. So I had a little bit, of, I come into a little bit of money from work. Um, I got paid like a decent bonus or whatever for my job. So I was like, you know, what can I do with this money? And she came to me around the same time and said, you know what? Like, we should start making music. Like You make music or you make beats. And, you know, I want to sing. So why don't we just try to make music? So I built this a little studio, um, you know, with the little bonus money I got. And we started recording and we started just making songs and we would let people listen to them. And people would be like, wow, those are good. Or, you know, wow, those could be good. Like you should change them a little bit. Maybe do this here, do that here. Um, and then she started taking vocal lessons. Shout out to Craig Derry, another legend. Um, mm. He started, you know, uh, helping her get better with her breathing and like his whole, uh, his whole class is built around tour life, uh, basically getting you ready and getting your body prepared for tour life. So he's doing a whole bunch of workouts and, vocal workouts so her voice started getting stronger and we started recording better records and you know we started meeting different people and um you know everything kind of just you know started happening from there we started taking it a little bit more serious after that and you know we're still Mm. grinding as
0: everybody is you know crazy i mean i can tell i can tell the people you definitely have a lot of connections i'm just building my connections now but like did you take it serious before Janae approached you or was it Janae that gave you that first like inkling, like we can do this to make you go, okay, now I got to take it serious? Uh,
1: I think once we started letting people hear what we were doing, um, because I mean, obviously as you're creating, you know, we were like, oh wow, yeah, this is good, you know, but Letting other people hear it and them telling us it was good, we were like, okay, yeah, maybe we might be on to something here. So I think after we kind of got, <laughs> sad to say, but like after somebody else validated us, like that's where we felt like we could actually really do it, you know? Um, but I, I mean, I would say that doesn't even matter, honestly. Like you don't really need the validation. All you need to do is just create. And that's what we're doing mm. now. We're literally just creating because what doesn't sound good to me may sound great to the right person. You know what I mean? And that's what you got you to kind of realize when you're doing music is like everything you make, not everybody's going to like. Everybody didn't like all of Michael Jackson's songs, but Michael Jackson still went down as one of the greatest, you know, RIP, but still went down to one as, as one of the most iconic musical figures ever. You know what I mean? So it all depends. It's all subjective, bro. Uh,
0: absolutely, man. It's crazy you mentioned Michael Jackson because I'm actually interviewing somebody that's heavily influenced by Michael Jackson tomorrow. My nice. brother, uh, my brother, Sakib. I know yes. him from high school, so look out for that interview. That should be fun. But you also we met three years ago. You mm-hmm. were coming into my place of work uh, just buying a whole bunch of laptops and gear, I guess. I don't know what you were doing, but I met you through another visionary, another person with a great vision. Shout out to Kyle Jackson. And Kyle. Uh, I remember just walking by you guys and, you know, I looked and I was like, hey, what's going on, man? And then the way, the way you guys were formulating or talking about music, I said, this guy is going to be somebody that can change my opinion on many things and I can tell the people without your help and Kyle's help and you know the help on YouTube through wavy Wayne I don't think I'd be able to take what I know now musically to mm-hmm. another person so personally I just want to say thank you and thank you for giving me the knowledge thank you for allowing me to send you files and you telling me no just switch it this way or keep it this way but just fix this so Cause I started as an artist, for those who don't know. I wanted to have the dream to one day sign the Bark music. We'll get into that in a minute. (laughs) But um, you know, I always tell Dev, you know, I always tell Dev on Barclay music even without a deal. So I just want to say thank you for always giving me the knowledge. And once again, I appreciate you doing this for me and being a part of this journey because you know, I call it transformability. It came from me, but I I also have to give back to the people that inspire me as well, because I'm, you know, I'm being called an inspiration left and right. So allow me to introduce you guys to people who inspire me. So that's the whole purpose of this. Wow. That's
1: powerful, bro. And I thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate you, you know, being, I appreciate being one of the inaugural guests because I think this is going to be something really, really big for you, bro. And I, um, you know, I'm here to support it, obviously, 150 percent. And I mean, listen, I I learned from somebody, so I'm I'm always willing to pass on whatever I learn. Um, I have a lot of mentors and you know a lot of people that have been nice enough to show me stuff. So any engineering stuff that I could pass on, keep in mind, I'm really not the greatest engineer. You hype me up, you make me sound like I'm some sort of great engineer, but I'm not. Like, I can't make things right. sound as good as, like, you know, the the real engineers, man. And shout out to, like, you know, the Maddox of the world and the Ben Thomases of the world and, like, all of those guys that I'm blessed enough to work with. They make my stuff sound really good. It, I, I don't do anything. I literally press the button so it makes the sound, but they make it sound good to where, like, you hear it on the radio. Yeah, that's where that's where they're that, – that's right. their job, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, I appreciate that, bro. I, I really do appreciate that. I don't look at myself as an inspiration. So hearing other people tell me that I inspire them, you know, that's that's that means a lot, bro. So thank you.
0: Yeah, I didn't either until like, I kept coming around the place of work where I'm at now. And I I used to talk to a manager named Sal and he's like, man, you're such an inspiration. Like I've never seen anybody like you. And I'm like, thanks. But like, I'd never look at myself as an inspiration. I'm just a person who has a disability. If people can't tell, it's obvious. But like I, I never let it define me. So that's why the whole name came about and things of that nature. But speaking of the company I mentioned, Barkley Music, that is your company, that is your brainchild. How did that come about?
1: Um, so that was born probably about same time that I started to kind of taking music serious, so like two. 2015-ish, um, I had my parents. They live across the street from a guy by the name of Will Downing. He's a established jazz R&B singer. And uh, I remember approaching him and asking him, like, you know, questions about publishing. So I was doing some research and just trying to figure out, like, what music publishing was, what, um, you know, how basically you get paid from doing this. And uh, he, he told me, you know, basically, the first thing you want to do is start a production or publishing company um and then you know eventually the uh, the object is to turn that into a label um because that's what most labels have first are publishing companies and then they you know they extend into to record labels where they offer record deals but um so i basically decided i was going to start something and i couldn't think of anything else and i was like well, you know what, barkley like everybody calls me barkley they everybody in high school called me barkley nobody called me by my first name they were like barkley barkley so I was like, all right, well, you know, that's what people know me by. And you know what? Music. I always spell music with a Z, not with an S. So I was like, mm, all right, you know what? I'm uh, Let's just play with some different stuff. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I drew a few sketches uh, for a logo and um, I didn't really like anything that I had drawn. So I kind of was thinking like, OK, I want a logo that's going to give me like, you know, kind of have a meaning to it, but still be aesthetically pleasing. Like you still look at it and be like, yo, that's a fire logo. So I, uh, I came up with the levels thing. I'm like, you know what? There's going to be levels to this. I'm going to hit certain levels and I'm going to try to hit different levels and keep going. And, you know, obviously the higher you go, but levels can also be, you know, an audio reference, like, you know, those levels right. are too high type thing. So I was like, let me play off of those words. And so I kind of created that, um, you know the logo there with the levels kind of looking like, mm. almost like you're looking at like an equalizer um yep. and then I just incorporated the barclay music and you know what I've always been I don't know my favorite color is red and I've always liked the combination of black and red so yeah like I don't know it just all kind of that's how it came together see I what I
0: black and red <laughs> see what I did there see what yep. I did there
1: I see exactly yep 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 appreciate that bro
0: well when it comes colors to time. When it comes to your producing game, I'm Mm going to tell the people, I'm going to gas you up for about another minute. Every time, every time I see this man, he's always working, always trying to evolve, always trying to get better. So when it comes to your producing game, like, do you start with keys? Do you start with strings? Is it drums for you? I know you're a drummer, so I would say your strong point is drumming, but like, what inspires you to basically sit down and go, today might not be a good day, but I gotta make a beat today. Or like, how do you get started organizing a beat or building the blueprint for a beat?
1: Um, Good question. So essentially for me, the process starts with the melody most times because I'll either make the melody myself um, or I'll have somebody that sent me a melody. Like, hey, you know, somebody plays guitar or somebody plays keys. Like, hey, I, I made this melody, you know, see if you can rock with it. And I'll, I'll listen to it, see if I can create a sample out of it or create a clean loop where I can, you know, kind of add some stuff to it, make it sound a little bit more less loop like. Um, so typically start with the melody. And then uh, by the time I lay the melody, I kind of already have that like bounce in my head of where I hear the, the drums going. So I'll lay the 808 first, or the, the bass line first. So it kind of gives it a little bit of movement. Um, and a little bit of bottom end. For me, I like to feel it. So like when I'm in a studio, especially in the studios that have subwoofers, like I lay at 808. Sometimes I'll lay the 808 first because that feeling, that like rumble of the 808 just does something to like your body and it's just like, all right, cool. You know, I'm ready to go now. It wakes you up almost, right? So like, um, yeah, I like to feel it. So like once I have the 808 and the melody, I kind of like, I can still hear it. I'm starting to hear the bounce a little bit more in my head. So I'll just lay the drums. I'll just lay it first. The first thing I hear, right like so i'll just Mm -hmm. lay whether it's the kick drum like i'll lay the kick drum first say okay that's the first drum i hear um then i hear okay i hear the clap pattern the clap pattern is a standard two and four clap pattern so just lay that in so you got kind of a rhythm now and then like where i have the most fun laying drums is hi-hats like that's the most fun thing to do for me because i can layer different hi-hats and make different sounds and do different hi-hat glitches and like you know that's to me what gives gives the record character you know what I mean um mm-hmm. and then yeah I mean at first I, it, most of the time I will have changed the drum beat like four times before I'm completely satisfied with where it is because like a lot of times I'll start off with something simple just to bounce just to get the bounce out of my head but then I'll go back, back and play with different stuff and try to like you know put filters on it or take filters off or like maybe change the pattern up because I don't like the way to kick hits on you know certain beats I don't know but like it's different every time it's not the same every time so i may start with drums sometimes i may start with the melody i may start with the bass it all depends on kind of where i'm at like if i'm in a session with somebody a lot of times how it starts is i most of the time if i'm in a session with somebody i have somebody that plays an instrument cuz a lot of times the artist i don't really play keys like i can i can play around on them to get like you know some decent chords make make it sound good but to actually accompany like an artist i don't i, I can't do that cuz i'm not that skilled of a piano player so, um, I have a guy shout out to Kevin Rivera, man, Kevin is my guy. He does shout uh, out a lot of my keyboard stuff. so he plays keys, like he can follow artists. He was a touring musician, so he can pick up on like you know where an artist's vibe is going. so Kevin and I work a lot together. um and if I'm working with the artist, I try to take Kevin with me because Kevin can capture like a melody around what an artist is singing or saying or you know he's he's good at that so he'll capture the melody in that sense. And then, you know, him and I'll put the beat together. Um, But I like to build the patterns first too. So like, it'll sound like a real, real busy beat while I'm making it. Like, it'll sound like a whole bunch of sounds just kind of mesh together. And then what I'll do is I'll just copy and paste everything, drag it out to about like two and a half minutes and then just drop stuff or add stuff or filter stuff to make certain parts of the beat sound different. So I can distinguish the hook from the verse. Uh, you know, from the, pre, the pre-chorus the pre to the, so I kind of start arranging it out that way. Um, and it takes me, I don't know, depending on how inspired I am, that process could take anywhere between like 30 minutes and maybe, you know, an hour and a half depending on how complicated the track is. Most R&B tracks take a little bit longer because you're adding different layers and strings right. and all sorts of stuff, but like a trap kind of like modern day hip-hop record, it shouldn't take that long, honestly. It's a simple melody, 808 and some drums. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, them eight oh eights be smacking.
1: Yeah, uh, man, definitely. Trust
0: me, I've seen this man work on Instagram Live, and usually when he gets like the drum and the hi hat in there, he'll, he'll typically start like giving you the stank face, which is like, <laughs> I got something, like this is it. But um, you've done a lot. Like I, you know, you've gotten placements, uh, with Janae. And um, shout out to your sister. Again, sickest vocals I've ever heard on a female, no cap. Um, But you guys have gotten placements. So how much, like, what would you say is the key to getting placements? Like, is it just trying to find the right beat? Because I know being a producer, you guys have to have crates of beats. And I know we were talking once before and you were saying that it might not be the beat you potentially wanted to make that day or the beat you like so give the people what is the key to getting placements and being consistent and making sure that like in some form or fashion you you will your name your company what you do will always be heard
1: yeah nah great question bro great question so like we ah man i mean the consistency thing is you hit it kind of right on the head like you got to be real consistent and I guess the, the way you get placements to me is just really networking. A lot of people think you got to sit in like in front of your computer and make beats like 24 hours a day. And while making beat, obviously, you got to make a product. So making beats is important. But I would say it's probably 20 to 25 percent making beats and 75 percent networking and building relationships. Mm. So, like, you know, the best, the biggest placement that I've gotten, uh, actually, Janae was kind of on the record, too. But, like, the biggest placement that I've gotten um, thus far is the Just Do It record with Jufu. Shout out to Jufu. Yep, shout out to Jufu. Jufu signed the island, uh, one of Universal Music Group's subsidiaries. So he's an island artist. Shout out to him. But uh, we've been working with him for a minute because I was connected with him through Vanguard Group. Shout out to the Vanguard Group. Um, Of course. But, yeah, so, like, that placement came about because I met Don, who is... Shufu's kind of day-to-day manager shout out to Donovan uh, Donovan McLeod uh he he and I met at one of Janae's vocal lessons or one of his her vocal classes he was managing another artist at the time and uh he basically you know was bringing her to the vocal lesson and him and I just kind of started talking he asked me what I did and I was like oh I'm a producer he's like oh cool you know I, I you know I managed this artist but you know I was an AR r for universal for a minute i was in off for def jam i was like oh snap like you, you know you've been been around you've been moving around the industry he was like yeah bro he's like yeah take my number like send me some beats and you know let's 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 stay in contact so uh stayed in contact with him sent him some beats you know he would tell me like yeah no these beats are fire like, let's try to get in the studio so i had a couple meetings with him uh where i played him some more stuff and uh you know we just kind of talked and he was telling me about jufu and jufu hadn't like popped at the time like Jufu was just I think he had just put out that song who are you which 25 million streams later is his biggest record right so just put that record out Donovan basically I guess somehow connected with Jufu and and they they built a relationship and Jufu was like hey you know I got this record you know I want you to manage me like basically I'm getting all of this like following from you know off of TikTok and Instagram from this record so Donovan put the plays together. You know him and Vanguard came together. They managed Jufu. They got you know the deal with Island, and uh, they basically wanted to build a group or a collective of people. And um, you know that relationship that I had with Don. Don, you know when they started to reach out to producers, um, you know Donovan called me and was like, "Yo, you know we're about to put this situation together. Um, we need producers. You know are you down?" And I was like, "Yeah." So that's when I got introduced to him, um, James. Shout out to James and uh, shout mm-hmm. out to Mims. You know, this is why I'm hot, Mims. You know, he, uh, he, those three are kind of like the, the, we call them the, the, what do we call them? The three horsemen. Like they always put the <laughs> plays together, and you know, so right, bro. you know, they that's how Just Do It came about, bro. And I mean, I guess that kind of goes into a story about consistency and like you know, like staying consistent too, because. Um, I started working with Vanguard and I was sending beats in and I it got to the point where I was sending like probably four to five beats a day. Um, and then there was one night where I was just like, yo, I'm not even like, I don't even want to make beats. Like I'm tired. I want to just chill, watch some TV, like eat and just like cool, you know? And, uh, <laughs> I remember saying to myself, like, man, just do it. Like just go downstairs and just make beats. So I was like, all right, word, I'm gonna just do it. So I go and I make that beat and i finished the beat and i can't think of a name and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna name it just do it so i named the beat just do it i sent it off to um the management team they were like yo this beat's kind of tough and there was a couple writers that you know um jufu writes uh, jufu writes a lot of his own stuff but he has some you know some writers that help or whatever and uh we're all a team so we're like a like a song camp you know what i'm saying so like we basically created this song. Jufu wrote a a piece, like, uh, shout out to E. Smith, another writer, he wrote a portion of it. And, you know, we basically put the record out or uh, we, like, finished the record. So they were like, yo, this could actually be, like, a Nike song. Like, he's referencing Nike all throughout this record. And, like, let's try to, you know, so they were going to put it on the mixtape. He released the mixtape back in May. Uh, They were going to put it on that mixtape. They held it off the mixtape. So... After they were held it off, I got the phone call saying like, "Oh yeah, they're shopping it. They're trying to get it picked up by a few different things." They didn't tell me what it was, uh, but after we got it, they were like, "Oh yeah, y'all, yeah, we got Madden. Like, this gonna be on Madden." And it was like one of the main songs on Madden, so that was pretty cool. Um, the NFL nice. picked it up. They were playing it through, you know, Thursday night football games and um, like different commercials that they were doing. So that was awesome. And uh, I think Nike's supposed to be doing a campaign with it. I'm not exactly sure when that's launching. It might be in 2021 but they're going to do a nike check challenge right exactly nike check so i'm hoping that brings nike checks that would be awesome um but yeah man that was like you know came from a night that i just didn't want to make beats now that's like the biggest placement that i have and then crazy you know yeah the relationship i had with don that's how i got that placement so crazy
0: yeah man all right man you mentioned vanguard so yes. here's the situation. Vanguard is now your management as well?
1: Correct. Yep. They manage me and uh, two other producers. Yes.
0: So is it Barclay music under Vanguard now, or what's that situation like?
1: So Barclay music is my company. So I have right. my publishing. Um, I run everything I do outside of Vanguard through Barclay music, but I also, um, so vanguard is technically a publisher as well so i get paid from vanguard and then i then put that money back into my business is how
0: i have it set up currently i just wanted you to mention that part because i want the people to understand like there's a lot of keys to to what you do in life yeah so again if you're if you're making money from one publisher always invest that money into your own publishing situation but anyway you mentioned you mentioned the name that i'm pretty sure everybody's gonna be like he's still around yeah no cap to mims respect to mims but um what is there any advice from mims that you've gotten that you can take in your career now or in life that Mm -hmm. he has given you
1: Nah, yeah, man, 100%. He's giving me so much advice, man. Shout out to him. Definitely a mentor uh, that I kind of happened to meet again through Don, and it was crazy because, like, you know, he would always say, Mims, 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 and I'm like, is this am hot Mims? Like, he was like, yeah, 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 that's, that's, that's him. You know, he had one of the biggest records in the world, like, in the country. I think he had, like, a number one record in the country for a long time. Like, it was... Biggest remix, too. Biggest remix. Like, my man has a lot of musical accolades. So for somebody like him you know to give me advice or to take time out of you know his schedule to basically look out for me and just to make sure that you know I'm coming mm-hmm. up the right way in the music industry or whatever like that means a lot to me so i mean yeah he's given me countless uh, advice but i think the biggest thing that he's told me is just like i just got to be myself you know like i have to i have to find my sound i have to find what makes me me uh, as a producer like every producer has an identity and he used examples like Timbaland and Pharrell and like you know all of my favorite producers really um or people that inspire me as producers and he was like if you listen to those tracks like if you go back and listen to those tracks you could tell that that's a Pharrell beat you could tell that that's a Timbaland beat you could tell that that's mm-hmm. a Kanye beat like you could tell an and artists would go to those producers for that sound he's like in order like when you know you've made it as a producer is when artists start seeking you out for a sound that you have created And then I start thinking, and I'm like, yo, that's true, because, like, Metro Boomin, like, took the trap sound and made, you know, modern trap what it is today. And then you got the Murder Beats that came out and did the same thing. And, you know, you got the Jahlil Beats out, or shout out the Jahlil Beats. He got, Mm. you know, Philly. He turned Philly, you know, into a a crazy sound. And it's still, you know, one of the hottest producers in Philly. And, um, you know, New York, look at all the drill producers now. You know what I mean? Like, they are now making waves and making a different sound. So, like, I started thinking about all that stuff and I'm like, yo, that's true. Like I got to find what makes me, me. And I think what makes me, me is like, I don't know. I like, I like to make music that hits. Like I like all of my bottom end stuff. I want everything to be pronounced. Like I want my kick drum patterns to be weird. I want my hi-hat patterns to be weird, which is on the high end, but like my 808 patterns, I want them to be kind of like classic, but still like, wow, now nah, this is kind of different. This has a different bounce to it. So being a drummer like I, I experiment with a whole bunch of different percussion things and I think a, another thing that I'm trying to get into more is using more live instruments just because I don't play those instruments doesn't mean I can't use them you know I know a lot of right. guitar players I know a lot of keyboard players I know a guy that plays uh violin shout out to Stizo like he comes by the studio and just will lay any sort of violin track you need um yeah man I right. just made a whole bunch of made a whole bunch of relationships that I just try to leverage and that's what I'm trying to like Quincy Jones, this thing together, man. People call me like the young Quincy Jones. I don't under, I, that's a crazy, crazy compliment, but like, honestly, like that man's a legend. And if I could ever like achieve that status, that would be awesome.
0: You're going to get there. You are definitely going to get there. I definitely see the vision. I keep telling you all the time, man, if you need anything mixed you know you always got like an extra <laughs> mixer on this side but nah
1: for real bro we going to keep you we going to keep you busy man um
0: speaking speaking of the drill movement i have definitely respected the drill movement one because i'm latino and i could see the drill movement moving over there mm-hmm. so that's crazy yeah. so with Bar- with um with your company barkley music has there have you like received you know tapes or have you heard of like latin artists or like what does barclay music look for in an artist and will there ever be like that latino signing from barclay music
1: yeah honestly man i so barclay music obviously is very very young very very young um i'm trying to grow it to where it is I, I, you know, shout out to Jay-Z, shout out to Diddy, I love you guys, but like, I'm trying to be competition one day, you know, I want my own bad boy and Rockefeller and Rock Nation offices, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where I'm trying to grow Barkley music to, um, that's, that's the vision for it, and, you know, yeah, like, I want to sign, eventually, like, right now it's a publishing company, because I'm a producer, so I'm trying to, you know, just keep the money uh, that I make from publishing into like a publishing company that I can potentially, you know, turn into hopefully a bigger publishing deal one day, which would then obviously launch Barclay music. You know what I mean? So if I build a catalog and I put everything I do under that Barclay music name, mm-hmm. um, hopefully one day I can go and approach a major label and say, you know, like a, like a universal music group and say, listen, here's my catalog. Here's what it's worth. You know what I mean? Like let let's, let's do business. Let's, let's, you know, let's create a partnership. So now I'm in partnership with UMG um, and then, you know, at that point I can look for different artists I can sign different artists at that point I can extend publishing deals to writers I can extend publishing deals to other producers like that's where I'm trying to go so absolutely 100% like I see you know Barclay music being a multifaceted label you know what I'm saying I want to have a country division I want to have a like a hip-hop division or like a you know a, a, a pop culture division you know what I'm saying I want to have uh, a Latin side I want to have a um, you know bollywood even like bollywood indian indian movies and indian like music and that type of stuff um i love that so all of that i want to kind of have you know under one umbrella one day it's gonna take a while it's gonna be a lot of hard work but it'll happen you know what i'm saying these guys can't stop won't stop baby you know
0: (laughs) again you'll get there man but the only thing i can say to you is um keep it like the artist i just interviewed you know what i mean keep it to, to that guy's label and just let the artist do what they want to do. Facts. Don't like, don't tell the artist no, you have to go with the hip hop lane. No, you have to go with the pop lane. Uh, for those who don't know who I'm talking about, the interview will be live tomorrow. So I'm super excited for you guys to check that out because I was nervous the entire time. I'm even <laughs> nervous talking to a guy I know for three years. Imagine that. But um, Listen, man, you got a lot of projects under your belt. You know what I mean? Like you've you've even sampled uh the homie SoyTet, like his whole numbers meme. You yes, got a yes. you got a record with the homie Robbie Max. Uh what what other projects are you working on, man? Like what are you working on now? Maybe a year from now? Uh we've spoken off air. I don't know if you want to give the people the inclusive. <laughs> but I know you're working on something special. So just let the people know what you're working on. Yeah, um, yeah. also, what advice would you give an artist or a producer, you know, one year down the line, five years down the line, to then take their passion into a career?
1: Word. Um, all right, cool. So let me it was two questions there. Let me answer the first one. Uh, So what I'm working on right now, I got a lot of stuff that I'm working on. I have uh, a few artists that I'm working with, uh, a few people out of Brooklyn. I'm doing some writing camps with a few different people. Um, Jufu, I'm still working with Jufu. I'm still working on Jufu music. Uh, Vanguard's got a couple projects that uh, there's another uh, artist that Vanguard has. Her name is Steph. She goes by Steph. She's phenomenal. She is a singer. Um, another TikTok influencer, but she, she's putting out music. So I'm working on some records with her. Um, and then I'm doing a project of my own. I'm doing uh, my Friends and Feelings project that's slated to come out February of 2021. Um, that date might actually be pushed back only because like we are almost in 2021 and I still have a lot of work to do, uh, but I'm working mm-hmm. as hard as I can to try to get it done. That's exactly why I'm going to Brooklyn when I leave here. Um, right. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to get it done as close to that date. Um, the February 15th date is 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 a is a good day, so I want to like, I want to get get as close to that deadline as I can. Um, so that's the plan. Um, but I don't know. That's that's what I'm working on right now. I'm working on a few different artists. Uh, I'm working with a few different artists on that project, by the way. Janae's got a few records on there. Uh, Amber Lee out of Brooklyn, another phenomenal singer out of Brooklyn. Shout out to her. She's got a few records on there um i got a few other records to record from another couple um new york-based artists a couple new jersey-based artists um and one guy out in cali
0: who's gonna actually do a track for me so
1: a lot of work to do man i got a lot of work to do so we'll see and you
0: got and you got one guy you're looking to talk to like in a week or so right one guy you was like yo i need you on this project
1: nah big facts bro we got we're gonna get you on here i gotta finish up that track i'm gonna call you get you to lay that, get you to lay that, that vocal for me, send that uh, back, you know,
0: can, might as well get on an album while I can, but yo, you've worked with like Aria Brooks and stuff like that, that's yes. a big record, look at that record, man, that's a big record, he got that, he's on Madden, listen man, I don't want to take a lot of your time, I know you got a studio story really quick from Quad Studios, if you could oh, share yes. that with the people
1: yeah 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 yeah, definitely so um quad studios i'm there it's late night one night it's like you know probably midnight or later uh we had just ordered some food shout out to my guy Zo. he's out in um cali right now I'm actually working with rance and those guys over at 1500 so shout out to Zoe. he's doing big things out in cali uh but i was up there kicking it with him and quad and uh like we were just talking we were like if you if you've ever been like so quad is it's on the it's um it's the 12th floor of a building in times square so you get on the elevator you go up and the elevator opens into the studio like it opens into the little lobby area of the studio so there's like pool table like a little reception type desk and then there's a door that's like behind the pool table but if you're playing pool and somebody opens that door like you can get hit by that door so that's the studio that's like that's the q1 is what they call it that's like the big studio so I'm standing there. I'm not even playing pool. I'm just standing kind of close to the door talking to Zoe. we had just ordered some food and like we were just talking. And uh, I like I, I kind of hear somebody like they're about to come out the door, but I wasn't sure. So I didn't move. All of a sudden the door swings open and like smacks me in the back of the head. And I turn around and I'm like kind of mad because I'm like, yo, this door is heavy, like it kind of hurt. So I turn around and I'm looking at uh I'm looking smack dab in the face of Buster Rhymes, yo. Buster Rhymes is not a small dude. So he's just like standing there, like just looking at me. Not small at all. So he's like, yo, my bad, bro. My bad. And I'm like, yeah, dang, man. Like you smacked me in the head with the door. And he's like, yeah, my fault. I didn't know you were standing there. So it kind of like shook my hand or whatever. We kind of both laughed it off. So then Zoe was like, nah, man, that's not fair. Bust, he's a producer. Like, you know, you gotta listen to his beats now. You freaking smacked him in the head with the door. The least you could do is listen to the man's beats, right? So Buster was like, Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. All right, cool, cool. I'm gonna come back out and get you. So he daps me up again and goes back in the in the studio. I never saw him again that night. He stayed in there for like the rest of the night. But um, I, I did end up meeting him. Um, like actually officially meeting him. Probably like a few months later, uh, Janae ended up singing a hook on one of his artist's records. And he came to the studio to listen to the record. And, uh, you know, the artist had introduced me and Janae to him. So we kind of brought up. We did. I don't think we brought up the whole uh, the door thing because it was like a quick like, hey, you know, nice to meet you. And that was it. He was out. But yeah, man, Qua Studios, fun place <laughs> yeah, man. by doors.
0: The artist you're talking about is Priya. He's on the conglomerate. Big Back. up to yeah. him, man. Yeah, we got the prayer. Is it prayer? I thought it was prayer. Anyway,
1: uh, I think I think it's prayer. I think that's how he
0: pronounces it. It is what it is. Yo, yeah. don't knock me, but like I know everybody's gonna like be like, "Oh, why that one?" But yo, favorite beat of all time since you're talking Buster, "Light like, "Yes yeah, on Fire" from the Clones record.
1: Nah, that's it. Yeah, definitely crazy
0: a beat. That's crazy a beat. Don't kill me, y'all. There's a. There's a bunch of Buster Rhymes records that I love, but that beat to me, oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> last but not least, man, any last words for the people? Once again, thank you for coming on here. And where can they find you on social media, man? Because y'all need to be following this guy right here, true influencer, you know what I mean? He influenced my life, and the fact that he's here joining me on this new journey means a lot. So let the people know where they can thank find you, you. On social
1: media, yeah, nah, big facts. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you having me again. Thank you, thank you, thank you for doing this. Facts, facts. Um, I am at uh, the real dev b on Instagram, so it's at t h e r e a l d e v dot b. Um, follow me there. I'm not really on Twitter like that. I'm definitely not on Facebook like that. So shoot me a DM on uh, on Instagram. My email link is there too. So if you're a producer, if you're a writer, rapper um you want to send me some stuff feel free man shoot me shoot me an email uh even just to say what's up you know let's collab let's let's do some stuff man I'm always down to work with new artists so um send me some stuff for real like I'm I'm ready to work but yeah I appreciate you JV man this is a this is a it's gonna be a good journey for you bro I'm excited to see kind of how this how this blows up next thing you know like you're gonna be like on uh one of these major network television stations (laughs)
0: Hey man, if- and I to
1: be calling you like, yo, can I get an interview, bro? Like, put me, put me on the air, son.
0: Got you, bro. <laughs> I mean, not to, not to keep this any longer, but like, cause I know you gotta go. But I mean, I've been, you talk about consistency, man. I've been consistent. You know what I mean? I got yeah. the interview with the with the artist yesterday. I got the interview with you. I got the interview with Mikey. I just wrapped up an interview with two of my friends that own a business. So technically, my schedule is like free, uh, like busy with releases until December 8th. Bro, that's, so, that's
1: what's up, you, man.
0: You know, we've been working and I just want to let y'all know something, man. Because I know a lot of you guys are like, oh, he's doing a podcast. Like music is probably out of his, out of his thought process. I'm going to let you know right now in front of this guy. I am not done yet. There you go. Musically, I'm not done yet. Nope. I never said I was retired. I'm using this as a way to help me understand the, the qualities I needed in music that I wasn't able to understand. But anyway, now that I got that off the off my chest, again, follow the homie dev B. Once again, thank you for joining me. Thank you. And you, bro. this has been this has been. Another episode of the podcast. Make sure you follow me directly at J V V Transformer. You can find me definitely commenting on dev stuff. Fire emojis. <laughs> so follow me, J V V Transformer. Follow yes, yes, the yes. podcast, TSFM Mobility Podcast. Again, my contact info is everywhere right now. I got a flyer up. This has been another episode. I'll see you guys next week. That be, I appreciate you. Let the That's family up. know how I said what's up. Let your That's girl up. said, let your girl know how I said what's up. Yo, also follow Janae Nicole, man. At yes. Janae Nicole Music, man.
1: Definitely. Big things
0: Definitely. coming. Yeah. Barkley Barkley Music once again. And to end this off, I am Barkley Music without signing the deal, guys. I'll see you guys next week.
1: <laughs> Facts. Appreciate you, bro.
0: Let's go.